The Queer Heritage Trust is running a solo retrospective exhibition between the 9th of March and the 14th of July, an exhibition of the late Josh Muir's uh, works. And to explore this event, I'm joined by Travis Curtin, curator at the Queer Heritage Trust. Welcome to NITV Radio, Travis. Thank you very much, Bertrand. It's a pleasure to join you today. Josh Muir sadly passed in uh, 2022 at a very young age, but uh, left behind a tremendous body of work some of which has been showcased in uh, major spaces across the country, especially the Queer Heritage Trust. Can you tell us about uh, the upcoming exhibition, uh, maybe starting from the exhibition title itself? Uh, what's the significance of uh, this title and the exhibition? Sure, Bertrand. So the title of the exhibition, Josh Muir, Forever I Live, uh, is actually taken from the title of, of one of his artworks, which was a self-portrait uh, from 2014, Sorry, 2015, I correct myself. As the title suggests that, um, you know, Josh's legacy in art and um, in terms of his contribution to First Peoples culture and art will continue, you know, beyond his physical presence in the world itself. So it acknowledges the legacy that lives on and that he leaves leaves behind for uh, both his community but also, you know, a broader art-going general public his uh, artwork draws on a, a range of themes, including cultural identity, the impacts and the legacies of colonization, uh, extending to actually very personal aspects of his own life, like mental health, uh, addiction, loss, grief. Are those uh, all elements uh, highlighted in the exhibition, showcasing the exhibition? Absolutely. Um, the exhibition presents uh, just under a hundred works that span the entire period of his output, which is covers a period of just over a decade. As such, you know, it, it, uh, intricately tied to his cultural identity as a, a Gundich Mari Yordiora and Bakinji man. He was born and raised on Wadawurrung country in Ballarat in Victoria, which is where he spent most of his life living and working, with a few short stints, I, I believe, in between uh, here in Nam in Melbourne. Um, on Wurundjeri Woiwurrung country, where we are today. Um, and Forever I Live presents, you know, um, a large-scale retrospective of, of paintings and digital prints um, on canvas, but also aluminium, which are probably the works he's, he's the most known for. Um, but be, be beyond that, it, it shows um, works, experimentations with neon, also sculpture, animated video works, and augmented reality. So... Beyond the subject matter that, that I think a lot of audiences may be familiar with, you know, exploration of cultural identity, as you, you know, you mentioned, and, um, you know, the legacies and impacts of colonisation, mental health, and the more personal subject matter relating to, to grief and loss, the exhibition demonstrates how he really pushed his artistic practice materially, but also, you know, in the mediums that, and subject matters that he explored it presents, for example, full wall, a full wall vinyl installation that um, was a medium he drew drew on often to disrupt and decolonise art galleries as institutions. So, you know, through the materials he embraces, we see certain subject matters recurring and presented in in different formats and different mediums that that best give voice to that subject matter. 
This exhibition comes after another major one that uh, we saw at Federation Square where we had artworks in various spaces uh, all the way starting from uh, uh, the uh, Flinders Street Station side of Federation Square and all the way up to uh, the river where you had light works and uh, other uh, objects depicting uh, Josh Muir's work. Is this one going to be as big as that? Yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, we're presenting just under 100 works, I think 97 in total, that we've confirmed uh, from 36 uh, lenders, so ranging from public art gallery collections from the NGV, from the Art Gallery of Ballarat, from Warrnambool Art Gallery and Bendigo Art Gallery, yeah. um, to university collections and a range of private collections. So a, a very wide range of works that span the period that he was active creative creating work from around 2010 right up until his passing. I think we've capped, capped the production work in 2020, so, and sadly, yeah, sadly passed away in 2022. And yeah. will some of these works be for sale or they're just exhibited for public viewing? Exhibited for public viewing, so not for sale in this instance, all, all loaned from collections, so um, all have homes in the exhibition. Yeah, just highlighting the legacy, yeah. his legacy and uh, the tremendous body of work for such a mm. young person who had so much work. And mm. uh, he was also known for being, mm. uh, you know, uh, how do you call it, a pioneer in some of uh, the mediums that he used. And he mm. was uh, the one of the, actually the first uh, First Nations person to feature on uh, Melbourne Trams, whose work uh, featured on Melbourne mm-hmm. Trams and so on. So a young person, very talented sadly mm-hmm. passed at a very very young age mm. before i let you go anything you'd like to add maybe something important uh, we would l- you'd like to bring to the attention of our listeners absolutely so yeah uh, the exhibition's been produced um as a collaborative project so uh, i'm a curator working with curry heritage trust um and we've worked very closely in collaboration with with two wonderful guest co-curators uh, Justine Berg, who's Josh's mother, and Shanae Sheridan, Josh's partner. So it's been an incredible process working closely with them to uh, develop the exhibition across yeah, Josh's incredible output um, and archives. He worked prolifically um, in digital media, but also in it, also had a painting practice that, that he continued throughout his career that um, is often eclipsed by the, the rapid output of digital media work that he produced that obviously had that you know strong vernacular of the street referencing street art and pop culture um, and you know that the, the sampling of iconography that um, he became very known for he developed this strong network of symbols and icons that he used throughout different works um, and samples those very much in the way that say a DJ might sample sound and music working live with an audience Josh Josh does a similar thing visually so um, keep an eye out throughout the exhibition of those little those little threads that have been really carefully put together by Justine and Shania with the team here at KHT to amplify the subject matters, themes and images that Josh was interested in and frame, frame with Josh's voice as much as, as possible in the um, interpretation and messaging around the work. So we've you know, heavily drawn on quotes and the archive of Josh's writing and output over the years to amplify and ensure that his voice is central to the exhibition to show his points of interest uh, and why he made art and why he shared it with the public. So, 
um, please come along. And yeah, opening launch will be Tuesday. Uh, sorry, opening launch will be at 2 p.m. on Saturday the 9th. That's open to all. All are welcome, and you can RSVP via the What's On page on our website uh, if you'd like to RSVP for the opening launch. Travis, thank you very much for having the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me.